Hey folks, so friendship, this is what tonight's topic is going to be about, friendship. Now, we all have that friend that over time slowly changes. Now, me and Jay, we'll call him Jay, have been friends for three years. We've had two major fights where I ended up cutting ties with him as friend. And then somehow, someway, we ended up talking again and we became friends again. How do you get somebody to realize that they've changed drastically from the beginning to now? Like, they're not the same person. In their eyes, they haven't changed. And Jay's favorite combination of words wow whatever okay whatever you don't see it you don't care to see it but when you have six other people who see it then don't come at me tell me you're not you haven't changed because I'm gonna tell you to go fuck yourself which I did. So. This friend. Jay. We had a joint podcast. Where he was co-host. I created the podcast. He was a co-host. And I had all these cool. Topics to discuss. Lined up. Ready to go. But Jay just, and mind you, before I finish my sentence, mind you, I would try to set up and record an episode with him when he had time, usually on his days off, because he works nights and his schedule's all fucked up, so it, it would be easier just to do an episode on, on his days off. So, we were going to discuss paranormal on the real, the real conversations. It's Real Chat, which was the name of the old podcast. And I kept getting blown off. Jay's favorite phrase to blow me off was, give me a few. Give me a few turns into like, an hour, two hours, to the point where he never communicated again. If you don't want to record something or you don't want to do something, common decency, common courtesy, common fucking sense is to let the person know, not to leave them hanging. So I went ahead and recorded an episode without him. And I've been doing that, recording episodes without him. Then he gets butthurt when I tell the audience, which we had a good number of people following us, that due to conflicting schedules, he's not going to be able to join us anymore. No one kicked him off the web, the podcast. No one did any of that. But he assumed that he got kicked off. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. 
Okay. Now, I just had it. I've been almost tiptoeing around this. You know, I promise to work on talking more. I promise to be there more. I promise to this. I promise to that. You know, I have friends that I don't even talk to. That I don't even see. And when I need them, they're there. Sue, she has a life of her own. She has a kid. She has a a husband. She's a full-time geologist for the LA, LA city. She has a fucking crazy schedule. But when I need her, she tells me, give me five minutes, D, and I'll text you right back. And true and behold, she does. I don't, I mean, she is my ride or die, known her more than 10 years. And we, you know, due to conflicting work schedules and stuff like that, me going to school at night, her working all day, working on her master's. So we rarely have time to see each other. And then COVID hit, but we still communicate, you know, she'll call me with an idea for her book she's writing and I'll give her my feedback and then we'll bounce it off. But we still communicate. We make the effort. But with Jay, like I, it feels like I'm always the one making the effort. I'm always the one trying to stick out that olive branch. The first fight that ended up friendship was because he lied. And I found out the hard way. Second fight is communication. I ended up the friendship. Sorry, my dog is being crazy. This fight, it wasn't even a fucking fight. Let's put it that way. It was more of me just tired of wanting my friend but I can't have my friend because my friend has no time I had a problem and I usually would go to him before I would go to my ride or die homie and never replied and I know he sees text messages he leaves them undelivered he goes to work. I know people text him. I know his mom probably texts him. I know his dad probably texts him. I know friends text him. So either you choose not to respond. You choose not to respond to my messages which is basically telling me to fuck off 
and you don't care. That's how I see it. I get you work. 100% we all work. We all can't reply. But when you tell me, text me, I can still chat. And four hours go by and you don't reply. And then you reply to me when you're on your way home. And I'm asleep, like at one o'clock in the morning. What, what does that benefit? Doesn't. Doesn't benefit anything. And I've given them opportunity after opportunity after opportunity after opportunity after fucking opportunity. And it just has progressed down this hole of, do I really want to be around this person? Granted, he's on the East Coast, so long distance, I guess, is a point in my favor. But I'm the type of person that if I see the fruit of my labor not being appreciated not even worth trying I'm gonna cut you and I'm not gonna tell you I'm gonna cut you I'm just gonna fucking cut you first fight I ended it didn't tell him second fight I ended up didn't tell him kept complaining that hey I try to get a hold of you but you know you're not responding because maybe I didn't want to respond this time see I keep the number say those people that I cut out of my life I usually keep the number in my phone or I hide it so I don't have to deal with it out of sight, out of mind. This time, I completely deleted the number. Now, I have dissociative identity, identity disorder. So that's a topic within its own topic. And that's for another time. So there are... ways that his number shows up again but I may I, I literally delete it once it's out of my phone it's gone you're never going to hear from me again you're never going to get a message you know and eventually I'll delete you off of all my social media I want nothing to do with you anymore it's done it's over it's finito I don't care how much you tell me. I love you. I miss you. I need you in my life. I'm going to laugh. Because if you actually deep down care for somebody and want to be with them. And you want to be with them and have them in your life. You wouldn't fuck up so drastically. Now a lot of you may say, 
D. I don't think, you know, shit happens. Granted, shit happens. It's called life. I go through it every fucking day. Brain fog from my depression. Heart, I have a difficult time concentrating and focusing. I have severe anxiety. I get panic attacks. I'm bipolar. I'm schizoaffective. I have dissociative identity disorder. I have all these things on my plate. So when I say I suffer from mental illnesses, lo and behold, I do. But at least I make the effort to communicate and try to be there for the people that I need and who need me in their lives, like my friend Sue. I may have a shitload of things going on and, you know, problems left and right. But if she needs me, I'm there for her. No matter what. And she's there for me. That's a friendship. But with Jay, it feels like all of that is gone. All of that stopped existing. All of that was... Is dead. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm seeing it differently. But I don't really give a fuck anymore. I don't let people in. I am a brick wall when it comes to letting people in. You have to earn my trust. You have to earn my respect. You have to earn my friendship. And I was the idiot that let Jay in without him earning my trust, without him earning my friendship, and without him earning my respect. I let him in. So big fuck up on my end. And when I don't do what I usually do, and what I do every time, when it comes to new people, I get the short end of the fucking stick. And chaos erupts. And what happened with this friendship? Chaos. Lie, broken promises, um, shitty communication, you know, false... Everything, everything. to be honest, from my perspective, was all fucking a sham. If I promise my friend that I'm going to be there for them, I stick to my guns and I'm there for them. Don't promise me something that you're not going to do. Especially if you have a fucking track record of being fucking... MIA and for me it's very difficult for me to open up to people so once I open up and I let you in 
the moment you fuck it up is the moment that everything is gone. I've been told I'm a cold-hearted person. I don't care who is in my line of fire. I'm going to let you have it. And sometimes I can be ice cold and I can, if I have 20, 30 years of a friendship with somebody and they literally fuck up, I will cut it. No matter memories, no matter years of, of, you know, doing things together and stuff like that, it's gone. And I'm known for that. But I'm also known for helping people and being there. Typical Aquarius. But this friendship is nothing like my friendships, my other friendships. I let this person in and it's been chaos. You know, people like (coughs) Sorry about that. There's a dog outside my window and my dog, demon dog, just needs to be barking up a storm. Where was I? Yeah, I lost my train of thought now. Ugh, I hate when I do that. Um, it's just comes a point in time where either you want to settle down. Or you just want to fuck around. And there was talk many times of going out that way to visit and and hang out and, you know, be friends. But that's never going to happen. I don't care how much you like me. I don't care how much you love me. Once the line is crossed, it is crossed, and there's no going back. So you go your way, I go my way. I don't care if you have feelings for me. I don't care if you like me. I don't care if you're my friend. The moment you cross the line with me, that's it. I don't look back. I keep going. And that's what this turned out to be today. I text him just... I text him... This is how it went. I text him to see how work was. Because I usually text him and say, how's work? Because he's usually boring or busy or whatever fucking excuse he wants to give me. Um, and he said he was off so I figured I'll FaceTime him and we'll talk about maybe doing an episode today he's eating dinner okay I'm like alright whatever you know I'm not gonna bother you so um about an hour go by maybe two 
don't know. And I had text him, hey, when you're done with dinner, um, there's something I want to talk to you about. Now, I've noticed these little things, but then again, people want to think I'm stupid and want to make me feel like an idiot. And, you know, I'm, I stayed the same. I never changed. I noticed it, but whatever. You know, you want to be, wow, whatever. I'm the same dude, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Right? And he's all, I can text. I can still message. Okay, whatever. I go, dude, I just, you know, you seem distant. And I go, like, you aren't there anymore. And I get the, wow, whatever. I'm still the same dude. Sorry. Demon dog at it again. There's people skateboarding outside my fucking window. And they know. And they know I have a crazy demon dog. See? And there's my nurse. They know I have a crazy dog here. So why even bother going by the window? Ugh. Anyways. He gets upset. I just mentioned that you seem distant and you don't seem the same anymore. Like something changed. And I get his whatever. I don't want Okay. That was the line. That literally was the breaking point. So what did I do? I immediately deleted his number. I deleted the the phone log. So no number, no phone log. Nobody could get my number now. I'm not going to block him. There's no point. Like I said... Once I delete you out of my phone, that's it. We're done. We're done. There's no saving of friendship anymore. Because you put me in a spot for three years. You've put me in a spot where I question my friendship. I've questioned my choices we used to be really good friends in the beginning but slowly over time I've noticed things and maybe I've started to pull away maybe I didn't invest into the friendship Maybe I should have stuck around and tried to fix it. But I'm tired of fixing. I'm tired of offering that olive branch. I'm tired of of reaching out. Trying to be that friend. Trying to communicate. Trying to, to, to show this person. 
hey, I'm still here. I'm still a good friend. But what I ended up getting was a fuck you. You're not worth my time. So if I'm not worth your time, I'm not worth anything, then you're not worthy of my friendship. Then you're not worth my time. I've cut friends out of my life. I am in in my early 40s. I've had friends for over over 20 years. And I've cut them out of my life. Yes, granted, I am not the easiest person to be friends with. I... If you don't know me... Or you rub me wrong... There's no way I'm going to be your friend. I don't care how sweet you are, how kind you are. I don't care if you're the fucking Pope himself. There's no way I'm going to be your friend. Just rubbing me the wrong way, no. And the funny part is, and I say this looking back, that I wanted him to be the one. And I guess life is a bitch and karma for whatever thing I've done magic wise, personality wise, how I treat people. Karma's a bitch and maybe this is her way of telling me sucker but to be honest I really don't think he wanted to be friends anymore I think he just texts me or, or 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 he would text me when he was really bored or you know when he just didn't have anybody else to talk to because that's what I honestly feel and again I could be fucking wrong but usually my gut is right you know friendships come and go people come into your life people come into your life for a certain chapter in your life and maybe those three years were a small itty bitty chapter in my life that I meant to go through meant to deal with heartache meant to deal with chaos meant to deal with lies meant to deal with betrayal maybe that's what life threw at me in these three years maybe she wanted to see how I would handle it I don't know I honestly don't know but I do know that I'm no longer friends with this person anymore and I know he 
feels, I'm using the air quote, feels deeply about me. Um, I know, I'm using air quotes again, he cares about me. But I have to question that. Because that could be all bullshit too. See, when somebody betrays you and somebody lies to you, anything they say is questionable. And the first lie he told me, everything after that became questionable. I would joke around and tell him, oh, you missed me yet? With the laughing LOL at the end. Yeah, I miss you. I would tell him, oh, it's just a crush. You're smitten. You'll get over it. No, the way I feel is more than that. I was like, whatever. To be honest, I... Looking back at it, all these red flags were flying up in the air and I just refused to see them because I'm an idiot and I'm going to leave it at that you think I would have learned from my past experience on friendships I was friends with my ex-husband for 8 years before we, we decided to get married and then betrayal took three years to divorce the fucker. But eight years of friendships. You know, occasional he'll communicate with me. He still madly loves me. But when I flip the switch... And I turn off the emotion button. There's nothing there anymore. You can sit there and tell me you love me till you're blue in the face. But if the button's off, you're not going to get nothing out of me. And that's one thing I'm really good at. Is turning off the emotions. I'm no longer a friend of yours. I cut you out of my life. You as a person, if I run into you into the market, you won't get a high out of me. If I run into you, you know, at a mutual friend's house, you will not get a high out of me. You cease to exist in my life. Mean? Maybe. Rude? Possibly. Do I care? No. Yes, I divorced my, my, my ex-husband. Yes. We were friends. Yes. But his daughter still communicates with me. Because, you know, she needs somebody to talk to. So she communicates with me. 
But the emotion button is off for him. Though he can turn blue in the face telling me he loves me. But on my end, it's cold. Nice cube. Do I like him? No. Do I care for him? No. Am I there for him? No. Because the button's off. And with Jay, it got to that level. There's nothing tying me to him. There is no third party involved. So, there's nothing keeping me there. The emotion button is off. Good luck to get that button back on. Because that button doesn't turn on easily. After the second fight, I'm gonna have to be honest, it just wasn't there anymore. I continue to talk to him, I continue to be his friend. But emotionally, I was drained. I was wasted. I was tired. I was alone. Now, there's a difference because I love being alone. I love my alone time. I enjoy being alone. I'd rather be alone than in surrounded by people. I just do. But with him, I was alone. You know, with him, he made me feel alone. And not many people can do that. And he did. And he did a good job of it. But hey. You know, it is what it is. If I can't count on you as a friend. If I can't trust you. And I can't believe you. And I can't. Lean on you. Then why the fuck are you my friend? Why are you here? I have a very limited amount of people I call friends. Very limited. And count them on one hand. And some of my friends I do go to the cemetery and I talk to them. I have a problem, I'll talk to them. See, I used to do that, be able to do that with Jay. I used to text him and saying, hey, I'm having an anxiety attack, a severe anxiety attack. And he would help ground me. 
but no. I had an anxiety attack and it took him about three hours to reply to me. And that was around three o'clock his time when I text him. So I know he was awake. I may look dumb. I may act dumb. But if you f- play me, we're no longer friends. And like I said, I was an idiot for believing him. I was the idiot for actually trying to figure out this friendship. I was the idiot for trying to save the friendship. I was the idiot for, for trusting him. I was the idiot for letting him in. I was an idiot. And if I stuck to my guns and have him do the same thing everybody else would do, earn my trust, earn my respect, earn my friendship, chances are I'm going to be going through this. But no, I had to be a dumbass and I had to bypass all that because I thought he was the one. Life happens, shit happens. All you gotta do is get up and move forward. Nothing I can do. But just move. Keep moving. And don't look back. Now, I know I could... I'm a really good friend. You could ask any of my friends. I'm a really good friend. Sometimes I'm told I wear the heart, my heart on my sleeve. Sometimes I'm told you're a really good friend, but with a black heart, an icy heart. And yes, it's true. It's true to both. Sometimes I wear my heart on my sleeve and sometimes I'm ice cold. But if you truly want to be friends with somebody you'd make an effort to be there for them you make an effort to communicate with them you make an effort just to letting them know that they're there for you like I do with Sue all the time I even told Jay hey if you ever need a vent talk about work or just let it out. I'm here to listen. You know? But shit happens. That's life. Have you ever got... Have you ever had any friends like that? I'm curious. You know? Friends come into your life. They fuck up so bad that you stop being friends with them but then somehow some way they come back into your life and you give them another opportunity Have has anybody encountered that? I'm I'm curious to know well with that being said I gotta get back to studying for my fi- my um 
exam I have on coming up Saturday. So you all have a good night. Stay safe. And uh, come visit us again on the sofa. Bye.